0: Like aeroplane jelly, aeroplane jellies for me, I like it for dinner, I like it for tea, a little each day is a good recipe.
1: Did your game just crash? No, it never crashes. It just does this quite a It lot. just uh, stops for a bit to, um, you know think is that a giant that is a giant are you actually going
0: to kill it yeah it's quite easy actually i, I want to see how to kill it because i got murdered a couple of times by this by one of these guys how the fuck did you do that i'm a magician he hasn't even noticed you're there yet yeah he's S- coming slowly turning around uh but you finished this
2: oh you're out of uh
1: yeah i'm out of juice, but don't worry i have meteorites um, is that- what the fuck
0: I'm, I'm I had so much trouble with that guy. He looks easy as shit. Is that part of your XP run?
1: No, I'm just walking around aimlessly. I'm not doing anything. Right, should we start the pod? Yes. Are you going to continue to play <laughs> <Yeah>. Elder <laughs> ridge during yes. the pod? Yes. I want to show you the game.
2: Okay, but of course this is an audio... <laughs> audio <medium>. format. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: but we're here as well, John. We also need to do research. And know what we're talking about. Is this the opening but area? I recognize no. this thing. Of no, course,
2: ideally, perfect. we would research before the recording. Oh, I've done plenty of research. I wanted to show you guys. Right. I do want to be impressed by this game, but Faris, I've seen this freeze quite a few times now in the short uh, time ba- I've seen you. No, play. this is
1: particularly bad because I all uh, tapped before.
2: Okay. Okay, but for listeners, I should say, as great as I'm sure guys all of close. our opinions oh, yeah. on Elden Ring are going to be, we're watching it, it and we've seen great. it. Okay, although PC performance is great, but it's a PC only, right? You've been having fine on the console. I mean, it doesn't look great. Oh, okay.
1: But Evan has weird paints on graphics.
0: Ah, oh, um, but does it? Has it? Has it been smooth though? It has been smooth, but that's because I set the the settings to performance rather than graphics. Okay. Um, when you set it to uh, graphics rather than performance, it looks good, but. Holy shit, does it run like us. Like, okay, I reckon 25 FPS.
2: You know what, though? I think oh, people always do make excuses for FromSoft because they've just got such a kind of perfect reputation. No, there's no I will say, though, that yeah, there's no excuse for the freezing. There's, that's just poor um, a poor PC port. But I do think their artistic style doesn't depend on the best graphics. So. As true. long as it's
1: smooth. No, I mean, um, we we talked a lot about the allen ring in an episode that will never come out (laughs) because the audio got ruined (laughs) should we Uh, describe pre the opener then what happened there uh oh it was just uh, i i explained that i mean we released uh i really i recorded a short bit where i explained the situation we had audio issues and the audio was just unusable unfortunately yeah there's a five minute episode Uh, that you can check out which which you should check out because you also talk about the ongoing war in ukraine and how you can support it by buying video games which is a great thing and you okay let's just clarify something you can't support the
0: war in ukraine (sighs) excuse me you can support the ukrainians yes in their plights yes of being invaded.
2: We haven't attached a list of Russian-owned uh, game developers <laughs> no, to this most podcast. To, to check Mo-
1: most yeah. of these initiatives go to the Ukrainian Red Cross. And, yeah. uh, but some go to Russia, because we like to be balanced on the end <laughs> of yeah, yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love being a centrist. No, this is not a joking matter. Uh, support Ukrainian people as much as you can. We and, talked uh, about this.
2: Was that your attempt to really be serious while playing Ring? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah.
1: uh, support Ukraine <laughs> into the mic. <laughs> I'm showcasing Eldenbrug right now to my two friends here. We'll How many giant
0: trees are there in this game? It's just like That's they're out lot. in the background all the time. There's quite a lot. Is there any NPC in this game that are not stationary and kind of just, just chilling
1: but are also not trying to kill you? Yeah, you can summon NPCs for boss fights. This was a thing in Dark Souls. It's, this thing here. Oh,
0: no, I mean like settlements and shit. You can like
1: go. Do you know in what and... these games are. <laughs>
0: G'day ladies and gentlemen, this is the Early Game Podcast, episode, episode 28. 28? 28, 28. Yeah. it's crazy. You missed a few, John. I uh-huh. have. John is back. Yeah, you were here for 24? 24 or 25. I had
2: uh, effectively listeners, my um, fiancé had COVID, then I had COVID, um, and so yeah, and I was just not able to uh, yeah. be in the office,
0: but I'm back now. I mean, it, I mean, it's like a free week thing when that happens, right, because like your fiancé gets COVID, that's going to be at least two weeks, yeah. and then if you catch COVID, you're not going to get it straight away. So it makes it like a minimum of like three weeks that yeah. you're going to be out of action. So I I thought I had basically missed it
2: because she had fully recovered by the time. Well, yeah. almost fully recovered by the time I was testing positive. But listeners, don't fear not. It wasn't um it wasn't it wasn't terrible. I had got my vaccine and it was um it was okay, just not well enough to work or join these guys for. What what was the what was the big news? What did you talk about? I mean.
1: Well,
0: Arguments uh, of fights? <laughs> what did we talk
1: about? Um, any we out were, ra- uh, any uh, outrageous hot a, takes? I, Catch
0: I, me up. I got kind of weirdly excited for uh, Horizon Forbidden West. And then this guy convinced me to get Elden Ring instead. I didn't do that at all. And then I regretted it because I realized that whilst Elden Ring is great, it's also still a Souls game and I've never been good at Souls games. <laughs> I literally and never told you, you to buy this game. you
2: organically oh. hyped about Forbidden West. Yeah. It was a game where I read the article that you did on Forbidden West where you said you didn't like the first game. Yeah. But you were excited for this one. I think yeah, I mean not to say <laughs> Faris was wrong, you know Elden Ring's a great game as well, but I think maybe you would have maybe you would have preferred
0: Forbidden West. It perhaps would have been the better financial decision. Was it?
2: I mean, that was
0: surely expensive as well, though. Both right. of them were, but, yeah, maybe that's 70 bucks or whatever
1: it was. I never told me. you. I yeah. just want to clarify. I never told you to buy this No, you this didn't.
0: Game. You didn't. But you did convince me that it could be a change of pace for Dark Souls that I would like. And In, it is.
2: A, and it so is. It's,
0: it, if I, so I haven't played Legend I'm going to say that up front.
2: But from what I'm looking at of the game here, and I've seen Ferris play for a, a short... We, we were playing before we recorded. It, I mean, I'm sure, you know, it's open world now, but it looks, the gameplay, you're on a horse, but it looks like Dark Souls 3. It looks like Dark Souls 3 on a horse. And that's not a bad thing. I love Dark Souls
1: 3. No, it's it's a very slow horse. uh, Because I'm fighting, so I don't want to sprint. Um, So I can hit my enemies. But uh, I think uh, it, 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 it quite obviously takes the Dark Souls formula. I think graphically, it's definitely an upgrade. I think... If you look back-to-back back um, between this and Dark Souls 3, you would definitely see differences. But so I don't, Would you see
2: that much though? Cause it's 60
1: FPS, both of them, and the graphics don't look that much better to me. I think they do. They absolutely do.
2: I, d- uh, I think Dark Souls 3 like... is about this kid on a PS5, honestly. We should do a side-by-side, but I've played it fairly I recently have Dark around Souls 3 Christmas. PC as well, yeah. And I think this doesn't look that much better.
1: I think uh, I think it does a little bit, at least. Um, yeah, I mean, I, as I say that, I mean,
2: we've mentioned it before, I don't know how much of the cold edit we'll keep in, but I don't think these games rely on um, fantastic graphics just because of the art style. But I've heard fantastic things. Can uh, I... I, I, I think it's let's perfect. start with a hot take. Out of 10, Farris? 11. Out of 10, Evan?
0: 8. Okay. So still high. You kind of got respect no, for it even I, though you didn't I, personally. It's not my thing. I didn't get any more time to play it sadly this week since we recorded the Fatal episode last week, which didn't obviously air. Um, but um, from what I played, very, very well-get-made game. Great combat. Um, a lot of fun. Uh, a lot to do, obviously. I, I'm just not really into dying lots. I, it's not, you know, I'm just not really that into that kind of game, but that's not an indictment on the game in any way, because that's just what this game is, and if that's not what you're into, then you're obviously not going to be super into the game, but that doesn't mean anything about the quality of the game, which is why I'm giving it an 8, and the reason I'm not giving it a 10 is because I do think that games do, in a lot of ways, have a responsibility to explain things, and I really don't think that this game explains anything very well.
2: I
1: massively disagree.
2: (laughs) What? Come on, bro. This game's good, but uh, Souls-like games, or just Souls games, do not explain their world No, but they don't have a
1: responsibility to do so. Oh, that point, I thought, okay, sorry, yeah, yeah. They don't explain themselves that well, and I would agree that maybe on some points this game overdoes it a little bit, because there are essential game mechanics that you can just miss if you don't happen to be in a certain place at a certain time. Uh, like, uh, I can show you, uh, I, I can't show you right now, actually. I need to, to the right pace. But there's a system called, which is a huge, um, a new addition to the game, actually, in comparison to Dark Souls. Uh, you can call, uh, you can summon NPCs. You can summon spirits, they're called. And they are a huge, huge help. They really make the game significantly easier. If you just have someone by your side at almost all times fighting. Is Sunbro one of them? Sunbro. Like uh Praise S- Sun Solaire. There are reference, overt references to Dark Souls. I haven't seen Solaire yet. There's um they're similarly good f- people though. Oh yeah, here I can So they're not gonna they're not shamelessly referencing no. the Dark Souls. I have a big trilogy bro here. Uh, does, call, does he, is, he on a,
0: is he on a timer or no. does he just chill? If I don't leave this dies. area,
1: it depends on where you are. You see, there's a. Oh, you can't see. But there is a symbol on the side. If that appears, you can summon the spirits, and they just massively help you. I mean, uh in this place, light spoiler. john I'm sorry. I fought a dragon, okay. and I, I didn't have this guy yet because I unlocked him much later. But I had uh, a huge jellyfish, and the jellyfish. Completely pulled the aggro of the dragon and poisoned him while I just hacked his uh, feed. That's fantastic. Yeah. Well, I think that's, you know, in that kind of thing that you were saying about how this is going to take it in a
2: new direction, maybe it's going to have more widespread appeal, stuff like that certainly will. Yeah. And it's like, you know, people at yeah. the Older Souls game, they still needed help, but yeah. it's just, you just have to do this convoluted system of getting co-op and getting randoms into help. But Co- now there's an inbuilt system. Co-op so. is
1: much easier. You don't have Good. any prerequisition anymore. You don't have to be a human. You don't have to have ember, whatever. Um, okay. There's nothing like that. There's just there's a multiple menu. I can pop an item and now I could see um uh, I can't I can't do it because I have my spirits. But then I could see all the summits around. That's
2: good, but uh yeah,
1: that that is a good step. And, and I'm you can glad... very easily craft the the item you have crafting now as well.
2: That's good. But I'm glad that uh, Evan you gave it a kind of I'm I'm glad that you've put that out there for the listeners so they know you know yes it might be a different a, a going into a new direction but it is still very much a souls game so it is a very you don't, want, you don't want people to be fooled thinking no, they're yeah. getting a classic rpg experience no. and then they drop 70 and
0: and i mean watching watching ferris play obviously this is an audio medium so our listeners can't actually watch what he's doing um but like it's clear that like Faris is good at this game. I'm also massively level. Um, you're over leveled, but you're also pretty good at this game, and you yeah. played a lot of hours. I played maybe I think four or five hours, something like that. I played
1: literally eleven times as much. Yeah. So
2: there's no point in me asking what have you played
1: this week. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I played. I played yeah. forty five hours of Elden Ring in uh, nine to ten days. Crazy. Uh, because <laughs> it is nuts <laughs> because yeah. I love it, and I literally had
0: very I, little else to do. I actually ripped into Faris for this in one of my articles today, you rightfully so.
2: Okay, yeah. Oh, I did see. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Our very own Faris, who's been um, a- enamored with the game.
1: No, I, I am absolutely enamored, and I think it's, it is the open world, which I think is amazing, in, in many ways. First, it's sheer size, like it's unbelievably huge, and uh, in the density of it there's so much to do of of uh, varying uh, sizes like little caves to explore dungeons boss fights npcs um little places to discover also huge huge secrets and things and i would also just say like the quality of it i mean yeah okay i'm playing the pc version and it, it has
2: just it frozen it for it, it, it freezes <laughs> quite
1: it freezes quite out when you start it once you all the assets loaded into the game, it's, it's smoother. We also, should say, though, I
2: think it would be fair to say to our listeners, if you have a
1: console, get it on console. That uh, would be fair to say, right? I, I will. I would look into it. I don't, I don't know exactly, because there's also things with, like... Apparently, the best version of this game is if you buy the PS4 version digitally and play it on the PS5. Apparently, that's the best version of this game right now. Well, it was a cheaper than weird. most...
2: Um, most new releases i see on ps4 digital store is like 50 quid so yeah that was and pretty good for 2022 th- the thing game. is very yeah the pc
1: part. version is not uh perfectly optimized which is a great shame it's not unplayable I, I do run it on a very good rig um but every kind of rig has issues with it right now which is which is a big shame and there's no i don't want to fall into the trap of being like, oh but it's from software everything they do is amazing like this is not amazing it's it's tolerable at best, and yeah. that is a shame for such a game that is not just amazing, but of oh, such high profile. I, I wish they would have taken a bit longer with this version. Like, I wouldn't have minded if they delayed it for another month or so. Or, long
2: or they do uh, console release, then further down the line, PC
0: release. Something like that, yeah. So, have you played anything else, Evan, this week? I haven't played anything else um but i have watched something that um we will discuss in a minute but i just wanted to get that's a mysterious no, breadcrumb no. for the listener yeah yeah i yeah. want
1: to i do want to say one more thing about this yeah game. i
0: think that because we did uh lose all of the audio from last week it doesn't I think...
1: have to be 40 minutes or no know, the last no no but
0: it. i think like if you could faris give us a short sharp two to three minutes of what this game is why you love it so much um, wh- what, you, and, and just your general
1: thoughts, you know. Okay, now I'll give some tips as well. Yeah. Um, Elden Ring is a Dark Souls-like RPG in a huge, fantastical open world. so big trees. And there's a huge tree. I, I was very <laughs> close to this tree at some point, and it's unbelievably huge. Uh, in the middle of the world, where shit's fucked, and you have to unfuck it by becoming the Elden Lord. Um... It's very similar to Dark Souls in gameplay and style and story. I think it's it's the best version of Dark Souls, of the Dark Souls formula. Is this the place of the cat? Uh, it might be, yeah. Uh, I killed the cat. The it's dog. polished, open-world Dark it's, Souls. It's, it's very polished uh, in terms of design. Uh, the game's chugging in. Um, and it's unbelievably dense and creative. Like, there... Um, uh, the, like once every hour I see something or experience something that makes me go, holy shit, I can't believe this just happened. And I think that's an incredible achievement, especially considering that I played 45 hours of this game and it keeps surprising me, it keeps amazing me, it keeps being challenging and fun. And in the way that Dark Souls originally was, where it's like, this is something, this feels like something completely new and exciting. And I can't stop playing it because it's 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 so it's it's really incredible to me. I know
2: it's like a, it's like when a kid runs in and wants to show you. So the uh, Faris has just got wide eyes as me and Evan look affectionately over if we've enjoyed the game. <laughs>
1: Are you my proud parents? Yeah,
2: meanwhile, very mean, much.
0: Meanwhile, I was watching the trees and just. Uh, uh, just um, kind of like having an internal giggle about how I just love how video game trees move and they kind of look yeah. like they're bobbing up and down, like yeah. they're dancing. they do.
2: But you know what, actually, that yeah, oh, yeah, do you know what? Now I see it too much as dancing. I can imagine a yeah. music channel. I was gonna say, I actually thought they looked quite nice there, but because they all seem to be moving on the exact same yeah. wind pattern, yeah, <laughs> uh,
0: it's, it's okay when you're moving through them quickly because you don't, yeah, know
1: this, but yeah. yeah. Uh, I would say, I would uh, kind of to, to, um. Echo what you said earlier, Evan. I do think I do love the way this game doesn't explain itself to you because I think that makes, makes uh, sorry. I'm very tired. That makes uh, exploration and discovery much more meaningful than if a game like Horizon or Far Cry tells you to go to a place and then you see a cool thing that was uh, that that you were just completely led to find. Um, I yeah. think that's not actually discovery, and that's not actually mean. exploration. There's
2: a special kind of magic when you find things that you might have missed, that maybe, yeah. you know, 98% of players will miss, and they're okay with people missing things and only finding parts, Yeah, and, yeah, because it feels more like it's your thing. You say that's yeah. what discovery is, not being led to something uh, by someone
1: else. But I do think that the game kind of uh, could have gone a little bit further, because it is... It explains its systems much better than previous games. It has proper tutorial, tutorial boxes. There's a tutorial. Yeah, there's a tutorial. I mean, it's optional, but uh, you can do it. Is there an
2: open, uh, but bo- is there an opening boss like Grunda?
1: Yeah, and he fucks you up. Okay, nice. And um, but then, yeah, mm-hmm. stuff like the spirits, stuff like respecking, which you can do later. I just don't know respecking after 40 hours. Um, is not necessarily explained to you very well, especially the spirits. I find really strange because that is a game changer, and that is one of the most significant uh, systematic changes in comparison to Dark Souls, like gameplay changes. And it is something that will make the game easier for people. And, and that they don't explain that very well is 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 kind of weird, considering that they do meet you halfway in some in some regards. Like there are now checkpoints, uh, so you don't have to always respawn at. Uh, the bonfire equivalents. You can respawn in much closer uh, places, for example. That alleviates, you know, the classic Dark Souls, thing, if, like you die, then you have to run to the souls for five minutes. That's just completely gone at this point. So um, there's no
2: yeah. kind of... So you don't... So it, wait, so, 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 so if you die, you don't lose your
1: souls? No, you do. But you will um, usually have a checkpoint close to you. Closer where you then than a... Okay. And it's super close, usually. Okay. In, the I can remember one case where it's like, OK, I lost my souls or two cases, and it was either a long way to get there or it was difficult because I lost it in the middle of a dungeon um, things like that. But that's so rare. Whereas that was in earlier Dark Souls titles, that was the norm. Do they have any enemies um,
2: like the uh, like the cloaked guys that would walk around with the bells that can shrink your health meter? Um, that was always the most annoying, awful, I always felt the most difficult enemies in previous Souls games were the ones that could shrink your
1: overall meter. I don't really, I think, th- there were zombies that when they, uh, zombie-like creatures that when they bit me they sucked out my magic juice, like the the blue meter the use used for my magic. Um, there isn't an exact equivalent of that, but... Um, stuff with they do a lot of status effects so a lot of enemies that will like curse you or whatever okay. um, if they hurt you too much poison of course all, all of those things and like the thing of like you being surprised by there's suddenly this weird creature these and people it, are such assholes they are assholes actually yeah these are the guys i was talking about yeah, yeah. they are assholes um i will just meet you right them. um the thing of like the game suddenly um, presenting this enemy to you that does this weird, surprising thing. They do those kind of things a lot. Like, you will be literally just out of nowhere teleported to the other end of the map and things like that. Like, it will keep surprising you with with things like this that I do not want to spoil, of course. Mm. Very nice. And yeah, that's, that's one of the, I mean, except um, outside of just the game being really fun to play and the moment-to-moment gameplay uh the thing of the quality of this open world is incredible like uh, Dark Souls was already such a so big on discovery and um you know finding out things for your own or with a community and bringing this into an open world was like a, a genius genius move and it worked incredibly well just one tip like um like I said kind of discovering together I would definitely uh, say to people that do not hesitate to look things up and look at guides. And there's so many video. This game is so huge. And I, I think we should talk about that. You're it's, not
2: cheating. Like, if you look no. out for help, what, no. what,
1: whatever way you, 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 uh, whatever you need to do to to have fun and be successful in these games is legit. And there's so many good articles and videos of like 30 things to know before you start outgoing. Like, I don't usually like the kind of stuff. Um, if you're new to these games, like, I send you some of those things. Yeah. And I, mean, I highly would recommend it. And I,
0: I've, lo- I, I've checked some of them out, and, I, and they are really good. And I think that, um, you know, I'll, I, I will be diving again into this game to try to get more in it once I have a bit more time on my hands. Um, for me, it's also just one of those games where, like, I just don't have time for a big open world games anymore. It is a it is It's a commitment. not um, something I've... Th- yeah. The mental space and literal time to, to play um, but when I do eventually have that time I will be checking out some of those guides yeah. that you sent me uh, maybe we can put a couple of them in the description for us. maybe yeah Maybe. Some... maybe we can maybe edit this out but maybe
1: we can write our own Maybe I can do that tomorrow.
2: <laughs> well, there won't be someone there to stop you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, if you've got your passion pieces,
0: this is the week. Yeah. That's true. It's time to write all about Ukraine.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Tra- praise the ring. I love this game. I think it's incredible. It, if it, if um, Like I said, I'm 40, uh, 45 hours in. From what I know, that's about halfway through the game. Like It's supposed to be like 90, 200 hours long. If it keeps up the quality... <laughs> of the first half uh, till the end, then it will most likely be my favorite game of all time. Okay, so so I will keep asking it in future episodes, but
2: yeah. for, imagine then, listeners, for the next few weeks, when we say, what have you been playing this week? We can assume Farris's answer. Although, each week, I will want to hear you gush about this game. Give, me, give, give me, me
0: my Elden Ring minute, five minutes. Yeah, of course, at the start yes, of every episode, absolutely, app. absolutely. Now, you're saying you haven't played something? No, I haven't played anything, but I wrote a review, I wrote a review of it. The Batman. Da da. Ba Batman. We Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Batman. Um, uh, <laughs> featuring the, the, that bloke from Twilight as uh, the Dark Knight. Excuse me, his name's Arpats. Arpats. <laughs> it was a teenage blockbuster.
2: love <laughs> <laughs> you. Okay, this is a great movie.
1: (laughs) Shockingly deep. Actually, from Elden Ring that fast. I did do voice acting for FromSoft. I think that
0: this is one of the most beautifully um, put together superhero movies of all time. I think that this beats literally every single film in the in the MCU. Everything. It is. It is an objectively better movie than any of the Marvel movies. I'm sorry. I'm not going to fight um, back on that. Just yeah. ignore that he said
1: objectively. Yeah, oh yeah, it's, it, it, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah. Just let's let's just let that pass. Yeah. <laughs> I think <laughs> the
2: listeners know at this point when Evan's speaking
0: assume it's subjective. You know? <laughs> 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 Fucking postmodernist. <laughs> is it so is it quite high brother film? It's uh it it's a bougie as fuck superhero film. I'll tell you what. Okay. Like, this is a movie which um, someone who doesn't like superhero movies can sit down and really enjoy because it's basically a noir detective film.
2: Okay, okay. With Batman. Well, you're selling it to me then because I don't like MCU or traditional superhero films. So I'm sure I'd like I'm it more than... I am the same as you.
0: I'm not a big normal, superhero yeah. film. I, I, film guy or comic book guy, in fact. Um, I... I have enjoyed some of the marvel movies i've always enjoyed robert danny jr as iron man i thought that the second spider-man movie was pretty good but spider-man is a yet again objectively stupid character um so you know by saying it's pretty good i'm saying that it's he's you a, know he's
1: a kid yeah you know. it's uh,
0: <laughs> it's fine it's not you know fantastic um, Ant Man, what a fucking stupid movie! Terrible film. We had to talk about the Batman um, though. No, no, just, just I am what? getting some of the this. The I'm I'm the Pants Man, Captain Underpants. Do you ever read those books? Yeah, you I did. Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were good. They were great. Mo- they, were, they were great books. And they, yeah. Didn't they make a movie of that? They, they did. Um. <laughs> um, but yeah, they uh, the 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 uh, you, you, you destroy my train of thought, Faris. You just interject with this bullshit and then I can't think straight. Oh, wow, which, like, is, come which, on. which is something you would <laughs> never do. Yeah. Yeah, the,
1: the non-straight thinker.
0: <laughs> but what I'm trying to say, and don't interrupt me, <laughs> is that most of the MCU movies, pretty bad. Man of Steel, terrible film that's dc yes that's dc i'm getting that i'm getting that the dcu has been even worse than the mcu and that's saying something because what the mcu has managed to do is actually very impressive and that they managed to take all of these characters create a bunch of different film franchises and mash them into one so that they can go oh wow we only have three marvel movies coming out this year that's not very much holy shit well, where is the fourth movie?
2: But I don't know, what is this? What is this? We started the podcast, you were playing Elden Ring, and now we're, well, yeah, we're talking about Batman. Yeah, yeah we're
1: talking about Batman. <laughs> because notorious so straight thinker, Evan Williams, had to uh, bash the MCU for 10 minutes before he could talk about the Batman. I
2: know, t- to the question, what have you been playing this week? Well, I'm, I haven't
0: been playing anything, but I'll stop be right there. Let me
2: talk but, about uh, Batman. Let me, let me tell you about the What <laughs> a shit movie. <laughs> no. Shocking
1: movie. We're here to talk Truly about him. bad um anyway Batman, 2022 um, no i will say i will
0: say (laughs) (laughs) what's the guy's name matt reeves no 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 the the sexy man robert patterson no he's not sexy he's creepy as fuck um colin forell Oh, Paul Rudd. Yeah, Paul Rudd. What a sexy no, girl dude! Man. Paul,
2: no, dude. you can't go Robert Pattinson. Well, he looks weird, but Paul Rudd. Whoa, oh, lock up your no, daughters.
1: Paul, Paul, Paul Rudd is the normie man's sexy man.
2: No, he uh, can. No, he no, he no, can no. down some chicken wings. Paul Rudd is like everyone's depressing uncle. He's not... Well, okay, now that's a bit mean. I actually quite like he's Paul not be, He's not depressing. He's, a bit, be, he's a, bit, a bit... He often fun. plays
1: that role, though. He plays the kind of midlife crisis out of sorts. He's character. fantastic and Clueless, a much better film than any MCU film. Let me tell you about I, t- four two.
0: Why don't we start with the introduction? <laughs> <laughs> we haven't done that but yet. I agree. I agree no, with no, the no. statement about Clueless. But Evan, anyway... Let's get back to the Batman. The Batman. So uh, the whole point of the MCU stuff was context. So there was the MCU, then the, then DC tried to do the DCU, right? And whilst I don't really like the Marvel movies, the DC movies were somehow even worse um and they also no failed no dc movies are better than mc movies no, no, i'm talking about the dcu
2: oh movies. okay okay sorry yeah yeah, the, yeah. i'm not familiar DC with the
1: superhero universe, nomenclature yeah yeah, yeah, so yeah. like the justice league uh, suicide yep. squad oh yeah, yeah, okay yeah the yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, okay. okay. horrid films i am actually a batman v superman defender but i'm not gonna open that yeah let's today. not go there <laughs> open the cake I love to introduce new sayings that don't (laughs) exist. Anyway, The Batman 2022 made by Matt Reeves. Yes, just let me get there. Okay, so
0: so the DC wasn't that good. Now we're going to talk about Joker. Joker was a great film. Fantastic movie. I feel I like i am seen the of I know, on really? this winding road, I can see a point, no, and then every time it we hit Evan grouses off
1: the path and throws is, is this a meta joke about I'm how the movie is three hours long?
0: I'm almost there. <laughs> I'm almost there. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, just bear with me. I do have a point. This is going to go somewhere. It's just taking an obnoxiously long time because these two cunts keep fucking interrupting We're me. stopping on the hike. We need water and food. <laughs> yeah. Cigarette break? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. So, Joker, great movie. The guy who plays the Joker in the movie, fantastic actor. I love pretty much all of his movies, but I can't remember his name right yeah. now.
1: <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix. That's the one. Um, her? Weird-ass movie. Adam, please, movie. you can't stop <laughs> talking about her. We have 35 minutes into this recording. Watch the lobster. Okay. That's a great film. Great that film. that has Colin Farrell in it, who, incidentally, is in a film that we're all here to talk yes. about, which is so, The Batman. The jo- Why are we talking
0: about The Batman? It's a Joker podcast. The Joker was a great movie. Because it doesn't the play The Batman. Video games. <laughs> but the thing about The Joker was it wasn't really a superhero movie, right? Because he's a villain. The Batman is like if you took The Joker, which is, in my opinion, a near perfect film. What? I, as a, it I, does have Robert as, De Niro in it. Yep.
2: Oh, oh, well, oh, well, then.
0: <laughs> does it?
2: <laughs> yeah, he's the interviewer.
0: Oh, that's right, he is, yeah. He, in the near yeah. film,
2: he forgotten the second <laughs> biggest name in that <laughs> film. After Mark Merlin, of course. Am I giving up on this segment? I think so. I
0: think so. Oh. Let's move on to that. No, no, sure <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, no. So, this okay. is the Joker... But it is actually okay, a superhero, superhero film. So, basically, this is a dark... Um, noir detective-style movie um, with kind of references to the Zodiac Killer um, and all sorts of uh, different noir movies. And um, it is a visually unbelievable film. Like, the title to my um, review was Neon Ballroom Masterpiece because this fucking movie is like a... Uh, like it, it's like a dance floor of colours it's these bright oranges and reds that are just so um, incredibly well put into the film everything has this very specific colour palette that's refreshing it's, for a, a film a noir film which usually goes for dampening or, everything or a film. Film.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah well exactly it's, yeah. a, it's actually a very um, visually impressive film v- unbelievably well directed unbelievably well casted I, I like Zoe Kravitz, right? Zoe Kravitz oh, is a great actress. She is one of the worst people in the film. But she's amazing.
1: That's how good this casting no, the, is. The, the cast is fantastic. I mean, um, you have Paul Danos, the Riddler, which is a dream cast. Unbelievable. Jeffrey Wright is fantastic always. Yep, of course. And uh, Colin Farrell is a fat penguin. Yes.
0: And his performance as a penguin is one of the best performances of the penguin I've ever seen.
2: Even better Hands than Danny DeVito. And, and if you saw
0: <laughs> Colin Farrell um, outside of his penguin costume, you'd be like, how can that guy be the penguin? But he looks fantastic. Uh, he plays the part perfectly as this kind of like Italian mobster, like kind of New Italian New York style mobster. Um, I'm not going to spoil anything about the movie, um, but this film is an absolute must watch. It is... The best superhero film to come out since The Dark Knight in two thousand and eight. Um I uh, personally I think it's better than The Dark Knight, but I will be very happy for anyone to disagree with me on that because The Dark Knight is an incredible movie. And they
1: seem like quite but, different movies. I'm gonna watch it on exactly. the day this podcast comes out and I'm very excited. I'm I'm a huge Batman fan. Um I I played every video game that came out in the last 15 years. I watched every Batman movie multiple times. Uh, so mm-hmm. I was gonna watch this anyway. Yes. And um, I edited your, uh, and I translated your review, mm-hmm. and um, uh, seeing that made me excited, and I, I, I looked at more reviews, and the, the general um, reception is very positive, so I'm super excited to to watch it. Thank mm-hmm. you, Evan, for your five minutes about the Batman, and uh, 20 minutes about the MCU. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It is a great movie everybody needs to go and watch this film no and you should read Evans movie because it's it's really great
0: yeah and I, I won't I, 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 I could talk for hours about this movie but people need to go and see it and it's not something I want to spoil the only thing the only thing I will say is Get the that early. this film is too long three hours right it is two hours and 56 minutes ah. so it's three hours long. It is. It has more endings than the Return of the King. Um, That's impressive feed. And it's I love <laughs> I love Return of the King, but that movie also has too many endings. Um, I understand why they're doing it because they're obviously setting up the film to be the you know basically a kickstart for they're rebooting the DC universe because they fucked it up so badly the first time. If all of the DC movies are of this quality. Then we're in for a hell of a ride over the next couple of years.
1: Amazing! It's I'm I'm excited because, yeah, like I said, super excited about Batman always, and I think superhero movies um, waste a lot of potential. Mm. I do find them a lot very bland, and this looks different, of a different quality. It's a very different movie. Yeah. Uh, thanks uh, for the recommendation. Thanks oh, for your... and the
0: only thing I would say is I did bag on Robert Pattinson before, just because I was being annoyed with you guys, but he's fantastic in the film.
1: First of all, we're lovely, John. You know, so I don't know why you're getting annoyed. Also, Robert I Pattinson... got annoyed past tense.
2: So, so, just to bring us back, guys. So, what
1: what's happened in the world of gaming? Which, is, of course, No, we're a pop culture podcast. Okay, we yes. talk about things like movies, and Elden Ring, and other games, and also Elden Ring. John, have you played the game? Perfect. Uh, (laughs) Well, fair enough,
2: we're ironic in that respect. Have Uh, I played a game? Have you Um, maybe
1: played a certain strategy game that came out recently, or did you not get to that?
2: uh, Yes, I have, actually. Yes, I have played uh, a bit of Total War Warhammer 3, which Faris has correctly, uh, oh, correctly anticipated. I know you. Yeah. (laughs) I have been playing, yeah. um, I am, they do they they do this thing where they link they're going to link all the maps from all three games into one free mode but it's not coming out for like 1 month post release so this opening bit is kind of like that's clearly going to be where you spend most of your time when it's released. That's what I heard. So, so they're Halo like infinite this shit. Well, no, because unlike Halo Infinite, they've already got it ready, but they delayed it for a month. So I'm not concerned that in five okay. months or six months they're going to be saying, it's coming, it's coming. Because <laughs> like, it's not hard. They've done all the other work for it. Um, so I'm kind of like, I'll, I'll, I'd rather give a review at that point, but I do really like it. I think it's fantastic. And something that strategy games have always had a really hard time making campaigns work because normally most people go on and they just want to sandbox, they want to start in a base and just always do a kind of, yeah kind of free play mode or whatever they call skirmish it. Skirm- yeah, skirmish Yeah, skirmish would be called. Exactly right. So that's what like 99% of people always do. But they need to give you more content stats. They do a campaign and it always kind of, it always just feels like a tutorial. It mm. feels like they're giving you a new unit and trying to set up really obvious things. So it's, you're kind of, you're mm. always learning. You're not really enjoying a story. The best thing I will say at this point about this one is that they do actually do a campaign and they do a really good job of even though it's a strategy game like you are kind of following a story and you do care about these different... um, It's basically the chaos comes into the game, but you actually care about the different figures and villains and advancing through it. So, I mean, the gameplay hasn't changed much since the last one. It's basically like getting a massive DLC expansion on a game you like.
1: Because there's new yeah. factions and stuff like this. Yeah,
2: like, there's yeah. new factions. It kind of just feels like we're getting... It's a total war game, you know? Yeah. So it's like we're still... You know what you're getting. And they're not going to, like, massively shake up the formula. There's just more of what you like. Um, I do really like what I've seen so far. These aren't... They're not the factions that I, like, play in the normal Warhammer. I'm not that excited about them. But, yeah, I'll say on that point uh, that they do a really impressive job of making you enjoy and care about a campaign. And that is hard when you're controlling armies to care about stories, really. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I yeah. so, I think you said the same thing about the Age of Empires 4 that they did a good campaign. Oh um, yeah.
1: So yeah. that was yeah. That's that that's really nice to hear. I, I watched some of the campaign and I'm not I'm I'm neither into Total War like Intras and in, have no experience with it. And I'm definitely not into Warhammer. Um, but it looked very cool, and it, it looked cool what they did with uh, basically giving you different scenarios, objectives to do, and yeah, and that looked very cool. Um, you you are quite into war, right? Am, yeah, am I correct in that assumption? Yeah, oh.
2: yeah, I'll <laughs> um, I'll wear
1: that. So are you enjoy, uh, how much how much are you enjoying that experience? In the, of this being basically a new Warhammer story of sorts at least
2: yeah um, yeah. I see what you mean like from someone who's, who likes yeah. the kind of lore that this is all yeah. based on um, I think very much so I've never gravitated towards chaos which this is all based around like these chaos gods but they've done a fantastic job some type of Warhammer when it's translated into other mediums I think they don't quite get the nuances of chaos right, and they often think, oh, Sinesh, oh, that's the one with boobs, and that's the last one, and Corn is just, oh, that's the violent one. But they actually, they do uh, convey... I think there's clearly people that work at Total War that aren't just happy to have an IP, they're actually passionate about the IP they're representing, and they mm. care about doing it right. It's not just... You know, like, we do um, Fortnite, which you'll know if you've on early game, and they do crossovers every other week, and it's just like... You know, okay, we quickly need to make Ariana Grande in the game and just throw on a back bling that suits Ariana Grande. <laughs> yeah. Or something. Or, or like or Spider-Man. Su- or suddenly you know.
0: fucking Nathan Drake is in the game and it's like, yeah, why? Why? And it's just like, okay, give him a
2: backpack, I guess. Yeah. Like, I don't know what his thing is. But you can tell that there are people working at Creative Assembly who make Total War, who, as I say, really care about the IP, care about representing it well. Um, and want to, yeah, convey the nuances of that story. So that's really good to see, because, yeah, it's, it's, uh, if you're a fan of something and then you see it in a game, obviously it's always exciting, if, mm. wh- whatever it is, because, you know, it's just you get to see a, this thing you love be reborn in a new medium. Yeah. But I, you do, a lot of the times, because, you know, COD does this when it does, like, cosmetic packs, a lot of the time it is just basically a cheap excuse to get people to buy cosmetics, and this isn't that. Yeah. um at all the, their kind of partnership so it gives me even more hope that they're going to do 40k and that's like the thing that i think will be i think it will work well and that's tech. the one with guns right that's the one with guns that's yeah. the modern one with guns and everyone in the total war community says oh, it wouldn't work because it's too modern for total war having guns but it's not really like most of 40k there oh. are still melee fighters and it's like
1: and you have plenty of strategy games like Company of Heroes or, yeah. or StarCraft. Or Command and Conquer. Yeah, and Conquer. exactly. A hundred percent. It could totally
0: work. I mean, I think that like also the, the licensing, I don't know a huge amount about Warhammer, but what I will say is, is this reporting okay?
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's just recorded so long that you can't see it anymore.
0: Okay. Um, but it, it is... A, th- th- what I was trying to say, sorry, was that um, whilst I don't know a huge amount about the um, the license, uh, I, I do think that Total War is kind of the perfect franchise if they're going to make a strategy game out of it. And I know that they've done this before. But, um, but if they're going to make a... a Strategy game out of this particular franchise, then Total War is the perfect way to do it. Yeah, Total War is also just one of the most interesting um, real-time strategy games out there as well. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. You're absolutely
2: right because they have tried. They have tried with Warhammer to try and do it as like they've tried so many different formats and they've tried a lot of times to do shooters and stuff. And it's just it is a misalignment with it's a real misalignment with the look. Because Warhammer's so big, there are people that will always buy it, but yeah, it just doesn't, it always just feels uninspired.
1: Exactly, Um, exactly. Sounds great, and it's on Game Pass. Yes, day
2: one Game Pass. Yeah. Day one Game Pass, which really, um, it, we always speak the praises of Game Pass, and that will take us to a conversation I want us to have. Yeah. But yeah, that is. No, that yeah. is
1: a uh, great really game. On PC, right? It, on like PC. PC yeah, 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 it's only PC. Yeah, if, if, if um, I'm, like I said, not into Total War, not into Warhammer, but I did want to try this one out. It's just Alvin Ring came out and um, overtook my life, and now I'm a, a foul tarnished. Mm. but um, once once I'm maybe eventually done with that game I would love to check this out because yeah. it, it looks very good if
2: you've got the pass anyway yeah, and you've got the time it's a real great yeah. time scene. I know someone like you who likes Football Manager who likes those kind of slower statistical games perhaps I think you'll get a lot of time out
0: my question this is probably a really dumb question but I think that um, if any other listeners like me then they'll also want to know the answer to this question so I'm going to ask it anyway what's up with Adban? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no sorry
0: last joke on your expense today Clueless what a great film um, no um, this is going to be really s- uh, anticlimactic can you pause the game can you save a save file and come back to it next week yeah. This is, it? Yeah. This oh, is, yeah, yeah we're they not, make it we're not really talking about
1: Elden Ring anymore <laughs> yeah
0: they do they,
2: okay. so, so they do uh, the Total War can be really hard and you know you can get there's a high skill ceiling and most people are never very good at it. You know, I'm not very good at all. But you can pause and there's loads of mechanics in the game that kind of kind of allow you to if this is too hard, you know, the game's kind of saying, you can do this thing or you can make it yeah, easier in these different ways. Good. Yeah. They want you to enjoy it. They
0: don't want it to yeah. be. But I mean my like, thing that I'm just like I'm a big I, I actually really like strategy games. Um I, you should check and, it out if you've got the past. I've I've had a game of civilization going for fucking two oh, years God. at this point score, I mean, like yeah. Civ six, um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, like you know, like I said, it's like the world map and yeah. the slowest timing timing increments. Do you like, play with other people? Um, no, no, just oh, against man. the AI. A Multi- big multiple. Oh, but, yeah. but I set no, the man. AI to the hardest difficulty, oh. and you know, like, and I think this game has been going on for like two years or something, um, and I'm getting near the end. Um, my so my next question. And I don't know since it's the campaign that's out. I don't know if you're going to be able to, able to answer this question. But one, of, I love Civilization. I love those kind of games. I know it's that's a turn-based strategy. It's a different kind of game. But my biggest problem with those games is the payoff when you win or lose is so fucking minimal. You get a little screen, if anything. What do you get in this game? Is it does do they make it worth your while? So there's, like,
2: do you mean if you complete like a whole? So. For each race you play, you have specific victory conditions. Like if you're if you're a race that wants to do a religious task, it might be eventually you have to build this thing there and you get it. Um and you might you might feel good. To be honest, no. To be honest, no. If you you do it, you, you it's all it's the kind of game where you start a new one and it's exciting, but you always end up getting burnout. And you end up starting again by choice because to ultimately win would take... Like, to conquer the world, whatever, would take so unbelievably long. Mm. At a certain point, you would just get... Burn out and start again. But there are individual victories on the way that feel really satisfying. Like yeah. just being able to um, learn how to use like one type of unit and effectively do like a single cavalry rush where you don't just stack in a corner and use archers, but you actually like, you know, send distractions and fast people around. You come behind their ranks. You do something like that well once and you feel a huge sense of kind of pride mm. and, you know, accomplishment. So you do get those little things on the way. But no, it's not a game you play for like an end goal. It's more you just start because you like a Race and you see how
0: far you can go. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. No, that yeah. answers my question. Yeah. I don't. That that's not like a make or break thing for me. But I, I was just curious because no, I think important. that that's something
1: yeah. that a lot of strategy games don't really get. They, they often kind of fizzle out. Like yeah, like you say, you eventually get burned out and. That is true. It's, it's more of a grand scale game, like
2: Civilization. It's not like a StarCraft, which is short, sharp, win, bang, yeah, guard the ladder, but, whatever. But,
1: but you have to... Uh, I always like the idea of Total War and having kind of a mix between RTS and uh, turn-based strategy. Where it's, yeah. I mean, it's not technically turn-based as far as I know, but you have this grand scale of... Um, construction and yeah, planning. You still and have those terms, yes, and, and everyone and gets and a go, and, and, and diplomacy, and then, yeah. yeah. And then you have the RTS battles. And yeah. like it's, it's a great uh, mixture. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. one of the
0: reasons why I think that and it's at least my favorite, I think. I mean, I'm look, I'm a Civ guy. I love Civ. Yeah, never, like, nothing's going to beat Civ for me, I think. Civ Myers is my daddy. Yeah, exactly. Um, Civ four, baby. Fantastic game. Um, but they've never released a bad game, except for that weird... Space one. Stellaris. Which
1: wasn't... That was great.
0: Which wasn't bad, but it wasn't the best. Uh, the co- uh, the console ports sorry. never worked. didn't yeah, work yeah, great. to you know, Beyond Earth. Beyond yeah, Earth. Earth. That's I more did. of like a yeah.
2: limitation of a controller.
0: Um, but anyway, um, what I was going to say, and I think I may have lost my train of thought, but I'm just going to keep going until it comes back. You like Total I, War. Um, really like Total War um, because of that reason that you just described that you have that um, grand scale and then you also have these like little... Um, skirmishes, basically. Yeah, and I uh, think cool. that's something fantastic. Well, and I think battles if, are cool, especially if you have yeah. a good PC and you can render that shit well. Yes, oh, if you like. have a
2: good PC and you can choose the uh, amount of um, unit sizes. If you've got a bad PC, you can have just good a battle, but there's like four or five guys. Need to be where well, you see on ultra, which I don't have a PC for, but you see like people like get the little pan their camera do across their battle. Yeah. And it's like hundreds of guys. And what they do a good job of is they're decently rendered in models. Like the models of individual little soldiers are actually pretty decent, even though there are like tens of thousands of them. So they're, they're, surprisingly they, have, they have
1: become so good at that, um, I think with Rome too. Yeah. Which I saw some battles of and I was like, holy shit like That is crazy. Yeah. And and, uh, Total Warhammer 2 as well. I saw some stuff of like dragons flying around. And
0: you go properly in, and it's like, wow, that's surprisingly, that looks really impressive. It might be a little way off, but what do you think the hope is for a Rome 3?
2: Um so Rome 1 obviously beloved one of the best of the series always goes down Rome 2 kind of despised when it first came out by a lot of people for some things the remaster came out recently and that seemed to go down like to to great acclaim a lot of people yep. really liked it I think at this point we d- we might see a Rome 3 because they are running... P- there's clearly always... So in the Rome series, there's a, re- a total war. There's a big kind of divide. Warhammer's created a divide in the fan base between people that are okay with them leaning into fantasy and sci-fi and getting fantastical and people that are really like, no, 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 what happened to history? Why can't we return to more period-correct, you know, naval yeah. battles? In mid, you know, yet again, like,
0: I'm kind of more... I, I have no problem with either of them, but I'm more of, like, I want to, like... I, I, I want to be Richard the Lionheart, you know? Like, I want to yeah. do, like, medieval shit, and, you know, like, that's something cool to me, but... Yeah,
2: so I th- I think that they will continue that historic line. Like, I think they're doing a lot for um, Troy at the moment. Um, so they will continue that line, but this Warhammer has been, like, printing money for them, combining mm-hmm. with a fantastic series, like, a fantastical series like that has done so well. Yeah, I think Rome 3 there is a lot of hope for, honestly, because they're running out of uh, time periods to to choose great content from. But I think Warhammer 40K will be the next long-term big project. But, okay, so this conversation was about Total War Warhammer 3 is on Game Pass, day one,
0: as well as so many other great games. Halo, which we spoke about earlier today. But you know what's not going to be on day one? PlayStation-exclusive AAA games like Horizon Forbidden West or a new Uncharted are not going to be day one. On PlayStation's new streaming service, which doesn't have an official name yet. Well, we don't. We, we don't know if they won't. be. you're, you're right. So, so, so. so you, okay, right. We should
2: introduce what we're talking about is uh, the answer to Xbox Game Pass the PlayStation. We've known about it for a while. It's going to be called Project Spartacus, and it's going to bring together PS Plus and PS Now. But so far, PlayStation Now is more of like a access to a back catalogue. It's not as You know, it's not like Xbox Game Pass, which gives you day one titles Mm. or massive titles for free. And it's also fairly expensive. I think it's like 20 euros a
1: month or something. Isn't there uh, There's supposed to be different tiers, right? I mean, we don't know because there was some stuff that came out, but most of it is is uh, not verified, but leaks by people who can be trusted. Yeah. Um, like Jeff Grubb etc cetera, etc cetera. there's Tom Henderson all these names what fucking grub Grubb is great he is good his, po- his podcast is great. his show <laughs> is fantastic <laughs> Grub snacks. subscribe to Giant Bomb Premium and <laughs> <laughs> um um, but we don't know yet because it's not out quite yet. But no. I think you know more because you wrote an article.
2: Because uh, yes. it seems that they've done the technical rollout of this service in multiple uh, regions where people are starting to notice now bank transactions and when they go on the Sony website in, I think it's... Uh, I think in North America and somewhere else, people are noticing their PS Now and PS Plus subscriptions have been merged over these last few days, and now it appears that they have PS Now, that they didn't sign up to or they have PS Plus, and they didn't sign up to and then, today, we found out from more of those reliable leakers that we have a state of play, like a surprise, whoa, state of play. Very
1: certain, right?
2: Yeah, very certain that this week, probably Wednesday or Thursday evening, at 11 o'clock is probably when they'll do it, there's going to be a big Sony announcement about this project. We talked about Spartacus. this ages
1: ago. Do you remember in January yeah. when uh, it was just you and me, John? Yeah. Um, Tom Henderson already leaked that there's going to be a March... Yeah, that there
2: was gonna be, and now we're kind of on the brink of it. And it seems like yeah. later this week they're gonna probably show some. If if it's a more extended show, there's Hogwarts, uh, there's leg, there's gameplay of Hogwarts Legacy that's gonna come out this week as well.
0: Mm-hmm. But it might
2: be that it's just Porky Games does that independently
0: of Sony. But and, that might and, be and let's be real, it. that's just gonna be Assassin's Creed Wands.
1: No, Death's Own Ring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um,
2: I, 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 I'm, I'm more hopeful for that we'll save that to a dedicated Hogwarts yes, Legacy episode yes, yes, yes. but yeah it seems that they're going to unveil it so my question to you both now is well maybe a two-parter could this ever rival game pass and if so if you think yes what do you what do you want to see them announce
1: can I start of course you because um, I feel like I haven't talked since I played the opening um um I'm going to refer back to something that Evan's straight thinking man, William, said earlier, which is that I think Sony has come out and said, I think it was Jim Ryan or, um, I always forget his name, Shuhei Yoshida, mm-hmm. I think, uh, said. Shui. He's great. Follow him on Twitter. He's great. Yes. Um, that they are not going to release, they won't release triple, their A games on this service if they ever made a service like this Um, no one has any intention of rivaling game pass of course they do of course they were going to do this Um, but I think that is a big disadvantage of this and uh, because that is crazy about game pass um, and I saw it last year where two of my favorite games of the year were Halo Infinite and Forza Horizon 5 um, which I mostly played because I had game pass and they were just there on day one and I could immediately play them
0: question
1: and that's not if that's not going to be a thing i think that's already a big big disadvantage for them yeah but i understand their their um reasoning that these are very expensive games that sell very well like growth of war horizon uh, spider-man those games sell incredibly well 10 20 30 million whatever and it makes sense that they don't want to cut into that with a service like this, I, I I get that, but it is it is just a disadvantage for them. And I think it's gonna be cool though for, because what the, the cool thing about PlayStation now is that you can play a lot of older games almost exclusively on that platform, and, and having that in a sort of Game Pass situation would be very cool, but I think that's a pretty niche audience you're reaching there who is gonna be like, oh yeah, I want to play Bloodborne for the first time or want to play Crash Bandicoot yeah. 1 or whatever is on there. Mortal Kombat 11. Like, games that aren't the hype right now. It's not like you were super excited for Warhammer 3 and you were able to play it without paying extra for the game. Yeah. That is incredible. Uh, we, we don't quite know yet how it's going to be referred um, uh, with with um, publishers that aren't Sony. Um but, uh, yeah, that's going to be a big disadvantage for I them mean, competing with Game Pass. Yeah. But it could be cool. It w- it's probably going to be a cool thing. We'll have to see if the pricing and stuff.
0: So my so, two questions are... Yes. One, um, and you can answer these two questions in any order. Um, one... Do you think that this is then going to end up as a kind of... Um, I can't remember what the name of the subscription was, but the, the Nintendo Switch... Oh, I thought you were going to say EA because they also just do the back catalogue. or thing. whatever it's called, which has a bunch of back catalogue Nintendo games, and it was kind of like a weird Nintendo version of Game Pass that wasn't very good. And my second question is, if what you're saying is correct and they're not going to put out... Um, things like God of War Ragnarok or Horizon Forbidden West on there, um, at least I would imagine if they decide not to put it out there at release, then it'd probably be, I imagine, two years, to be honest, before those games are going to be available. Yeah. Um, because if they just say, oh, it's it's going to come out six months later, then they're also going to cut into their sales because people will just go, well, I'm, oh, yeah. I can I, wait six I, months. I, th-
2: I think, no, they can't compete with Xbox Game Pass if they don't have that day one. Yeah. I think
0: it will, it and, will be an obscure service. So, and so my, question, my second question is, what could they put on there and what would they put on there that could even hope to create a service that is going to be successful, at least in part comparable to Xbox Game Pass. I,
1: I, I don't think they're going to be comparable because uh, Game Pass is mad. like, And it loses a lot of money because that's their business strategy. They're going to lose a lot of money for 10 years. Get people into the ecosystem. Be, be, become, a, become the Netflix of gaming. And then it's, it, Game Pass is eventually going to be like 20, 30 euros a month because... They need to make some money on this eventually. Mm. Um, they can't compete with that. They won't compete with that. I think what they could do, which w- which could be cool, is if they go somewhere in between Xbox Game Pass and the Nintendo Switch service, because I want I want old games, because PlayStation is very Sony is very bad about preserving their classics and their mm. back catalog. Mm. Uh, PlayStation now did some of that. You can play, like, PS1 games on there and things like that. But uh, not if, many. Not many. It's a that's select the problem. few, yeah. That's the problem. And that was also the problem with the Nintendo stuff because it was, like, shitty NES games that are yeah. kind of... And Donkey Kong Country, the best game ever made. But it was... it was The SNES stuff is still kind of cool. NES stuff is mostly yeah. Curiosity. Um, the N64 stuff was a technical mess. Um, if they put a lot more effort into that... And then have a decent selection of third-party titles, old classics, uh, not old, but in terms of like PS3, PS4, like Bloodborne, Heavenly Sword, I don't know, whatever. Like all of the exclusive games from the past two generations, Um, the first God of War, Last of Us, you know. Have, I mean, it, have I it be more of a way back machine. Like, have it be yeah. like a platform where people can discover these cool old games and then maybe have, like, oh, Days Gone is here now, like after a year one. I mean, Eventually, there's going to be a horizon. Yeah. But I don't think it can be the platform for that because Sony can't um, um, take, take the hit that Microsoft's taking with Xbox Game Pass. No, they can't, no, afford, they can't
2: afford to just open their pocket, open yeah. their wallet up, and try and do this divide and conquer thing. No, but, they can't. I mean, right. you mentioned
0: you mentioned God of War there, and indie games. They're good with indie games. They help
1: publishing games. Yeah. It could be a good partner. But you those.
0: mentioned God of War there, and I think that's actually an interesting example because if you because I don't know if you've ever tried to go back and play the old God of Wars, but when God of War 2018 came out, I fell in love with the game, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna. I finished that. I finished the game, and I was like, "I want more." So I was like, "You know what? I know that the old God of Wars are very different games, but it's kind of cool." So I'm going to try to go back and play the old God of Wars and try to like play them in chronological order and stuff. It is very, very hard to do that. I had to boot up my PlayStation Three <laughs> and buy a new controller because my controller was dead.
1: Yeah.
0: And I needed to start with Ascension, which I luckily had on disc. But then you instantly try playing... What a bad way to start. Yeah, but it's <laughs> the first game in the series, so... But then I wanted to... It's the first... Chronologically... That's,
1: that's not how prequels work, but okay. Yeah. Different discussion.
0: Um, no, the, from, it, the then, story then, starts and with and then, Ascension. We've had but a lot anyway. of tangents this episode. Um, but then I tried to then go on and play the first one, and technically you can on PS3, but it was really hard. It ran like shit, and it just didn't really work. So if you could go and be able to play God of War 1, 2, and 3, and Ascension, and all of these games, um, but also the same with a bunch of other franchises... Um that would be fantastic. It would be good, but I don't think Sony have I don't think they can do
2: what Nintendo I don't think their back catalogue of much older games is gonna have the same appeal that Nintendo would, which has a back catalogue of you know, of iconic
1: games. And I'm not I mean, saying Sony haven't you can, put out some you can great stuff. you can now play Ocarina of Time on your Switch
2: great you right, know that's the yeah. kind of thing that's like a legendary game yeah. it goes down in history right i don't think sony's early back catalogue is good enough to win people but what's john, the price point here
1: How, would, you pay,
2: would you pay 10 euros a month to do that
0: but john yes or
1: no Not right, no i would say not regularly if it would be like let's check yeah. out what's on here and if it's like sly cooper or which i love Driver? They're making a new one, by the way. I know, I, I, I read the article. Yeah. <laughs> um, Driver? Dr- whatever, like... But how much would you pay for that? A month? Jack and a Dexter. <laughs> Honestly. Exactly. I would be like, okay, I have nothing else to play. It's 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 October or something. Uh, no, but uh, July, whatever. And say, okay, yeah, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to buy this service, I'm going to pay all of Jack and Dexter free again, as I've done many, many times in my childhood. Um, yeah, I, w- I would do that, but it wouldn't be like... Gamepad. I don't think they can do the Game pass thing where it's like you're. Con- I'm constantly sub- uh, subscribed because every month there's at least one game coming out that I want to play. Hitman 3 just I mean, came out on that. F- yeah. the, the, the multiple Final Fantasy games. Halo. Desperatis Three was, be- was very recent. I, I, was able to play I will that say that. Though, though. I will say you. though that Guardians of the Galaxy they, is coming out. There. I'm going to play
0: that. Yeah. But they do have, um, <clears throat> you know, they have things like God of War, as I just mentioned. They have things like Metal Gear. True a lot of th- that's a pretty big franchise True. yeah um and they do have a few i mean th- i agree <laughs> with the fact that it's not you can go back and play mario 64. it's not nintendo and uh, you know or the original luigi's mansion you know which is a bit of an obscure choice but you know you, do you know <laughs> what i mean like they don't have these like amazing old games that are, like, really them, cla- no but like really iconic yeah um th- they have a lot of great games But a lot, I think that they also have already kind of shot themselves in the foot in that a lot of those old games, for example, the Uncharted collection, right? If they hadn't released that, if the Uncharted games were only available on PS3 and then Uncharted 4 was only available on PS4. And then this thing comes out? And then this thing comes out, this would be huge. But they're releasing a PS5 version of
1: those games. So
0: it doesn't matter. You don't need that. That's the problem
1: with this, that they're they don't they quite clearly don't have a concise plan what to do with their old catalog and it's hard to tell what what yeah. i mean playstation i was doing okay but for party stuff, as far as i know um, but it is mostly all the titles.
2: And they don't have... Xbox has a lot better, uh, a lot more uh, multiplayer uh, exclusive, like big multiplayer games that are exclusive. And those kind of games, I think, work well because when you're, you know, if you return to them or you kind of get them through a subscription, that's going kind to of have the replayability you keep going Destiny 2 is on Game Pass. Them. Yeah, yeah. Destiny 2 is on Game Pass, fantastic. Yeah. But yeah. the thing is with Sony's titles, which are more these... You know, cinematic, single-player, great single-player experiences. Yeah. I think you need the day one equivalence
0: of the, the new God of Wars, the Last of Us 2s. I think that the only real way that they can have like real success is if they really limit um, what this is. If they say this is a back catalogue of PS1, PS2, and PS3 games... I, I would like to see PS4, PS4, but I don't think that they'll do that because I, I think, think a that. lot of people still have PS4s and they're still making a lot of money out of that. They will probably introduce it in the future, but not right now. But if they release those enti- like the the back catalog of obviously not the obscure little shitty things, you know they're not going to release the weird like fucking what was it called the version the Kinect thing that they had PlayStation Move. Yeah, yeah. If they they're not going to do that, but you know. If if they if they released all of those games and then gave it for a sweet five euro a month, this would be this would be ext- very successful. I think
2: it, yeah, it would. They would. Do. Be, the,
0: the The trick with that would be a very good price.
2: I think I think what this service could couple really well with is rather even than their back catalogue is with their VR games because VR games are very much a you dip in once, you try the experience and you don't go back. It's like you try new things for each sure, time. For sure, for sure. I think something like this where you pay a subscription and you can try a hundred things, you know, even if they're not the best in the world, I think it would couple really well with VR titles. So they might maybe they'll do something like that. Like if you get the VR headset you get a year of Project Spartacus <laughs> or whatever they call it. Yeah. I don't I mean, maybe as you, said, as you were saying earlier the tier system Will be um, the best way they can make it work, so that everyone's at least in on a small price point if they want PS mm, Plus, mm. and then they can try and upsell. And may- maybe there is a level at twenty a month where maybe you do get access to some PS Four.
0: But but also if they did it PS4 like this, like a tier system would be perfect, as you just said, because if you say like oh you pay five bucks a month and you get, um, say the um the ps1 ps2 ps3 catalogs and access to online multiplayer yeah right and then you say 10 bucks you get ps plus then at 15 bucks you get something else you know and then you know make it into a system like that and get to 20 and you can play exactly yeah 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 um I, i i don't know i think that I think that it could end up being a bit of a waste of their time if they're not willing to make that investment like Microsoft is and it doesn't yeah. look like they have the liquidity to do that. No,
2: exactly. That's what I keep returning to is we can make good arguments about what they could do and systems we might like and price points we might go in on but ultimately I just feel like this is a bit of a flawed and useless enterprise if and they're never going to be able to idea. commit to it as much yeah. as Xbox. It kind of feels like they, kind of, they, they, they feel almost like they have to respond because I bet the Game Pass is selling Xboxes. I
0: think For 100%. Sure. For sure. You're, you're right there. Right I literally there. Yeah. would no, never have even considered buying an Xbox, but I was sitting there going, I really want to play Halo. My computer's not going to run it. Um, my uh, And I don't want to play uh, on an Xbox One. Yeah. You know? So I... Found a second-hand Xbox Series S, and I bought Game Pass. And now you've got a hundred titles. So I, I haven't purchased a single game except for Elden Ring for for Xbox. Which again, it's not my fault. I didn't tell him to buy it.
1: <laughs> but yeah,
2: that's that. So that because they were willing to commit that much, and they were able to give you a, a really reasonable price point, so many fantastic games you bought into the ecosystem, so that so the gamble paid off. Because as you said, Faris, Sony. Doesn't have the liquidity to be able to commit to that kind of a scheme. Yeah. I just don't think we can expect anything amazing from this. I don't
1: really know what to expect, especially. Uh, let's come back to the idea of it being like a sort of melding of PS Plus and PS Now, which is kind of a weird concept already because they're very dis- disparate services. And I, and I just had a quick look on what's on PS Now, and it's actually a ton of games. But it is, and it's mostly like I would say from the PS Four, P- PS Three, PS Four era. So I'm pretty sure you go- you are going to get that. And, and there's, like, Bloodborne in it or something. That, it, yeah. that took a long time to come to PS Now.
2: And those are two different audiences, <coughs> right? Like, people that play for yeah. PS Plus are people that play multiplayer games. And, They're and, people that stay in the Now. They want to play the most recent, largely. Okay, I'm being very broad here. Yeah. People that pay enough or, to play multiplayer games aren't the ones I don't think. Or, or there's,
0: some, who or there's someone who want uh, a library of games where they can go... Oh, I kind of feel like Bloodborne today, so I'm gonna jump in and I don't have to pay that extra Especially price if you for have to, cho- if it is yeah. like PS
1: Now, you have the choice of streaming the games. Yeah, which is actually big. This, I mean, it's yeah. coming to Game Pass. Yeah, it's it's um, uh, in mean, the beta still, I think, but uh, you can also stream games there. But
2: you uh, showed it to us. It is in the beta. He it, has uh, is the working. ultimate, express ultimate game, or the, the ultimate level of the game. Yeah, pass. yeah I mean,
0: he, he showed us on our phone. He was playing. Play- he was playing Cyberpunk on whatever, his fucking yeah. phone.
1: Yeah. But that's a different thing, but yeah. Yeah. Um, um, then, yeah, that could work. It'd be like, oh, let's pop into Bloodborne, let's pop into Dead Island or. Uh, well, that,
2: that personally never interests me there. Now, I don't know if it's because I've got a bias because I live in Germany with poor internet. Yeah. Uh, but even in the UK, I'm not going to go on. Like, I had very good internet about when I lived in the UK at my, my parents' house. So they've got very good internet. Even then. I, it's It hasn't appealed to me. Even having slight lag, it's just been like, nah. I yeah. want, like, pitch perfect, no drop in of yeah. like that, 60 that, or 120 that, frame rate. That, that's but that, that's, that's the, me personally. But it
0: but also, that, yet again, that's where, like, for example, the Nintendo model kind of works because you're, you're, you're getting games like Mario 64, right, where if you're playing Mario 64 at 25 frames per second, it doesn't really matter. Like
1: no, no. <laughs> yeah. you like, oh, yeah. You're talking to the wrong person. Talk to me. You, you know yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean I, I'm
2: not a Nintendo fanboy, but even if I was, you're right. You're absolutely right. Like, I'm not going to be sat there, like, what are you, like, looking at my uh, getting a frame rate count to, like, what it's dropped beneath 120. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, Nintendo, the, the same with all sorts of it. those kind of more single player games. I mean, the I think yeah. obviously it's really nice to play with a high frame rate and high fidelity with any game, but. Um, for a multiplayer game, it's especially important because you're actually playing against other players. Yeah, you get a disadvantage if not, yeah. exactly. Um, I don't know. I, I think that it's honestly... Unless they surprise us and none of these leaks are true except for the fact that they announce it and they come in with like a really affordable price, um, it's going to include all of the PlayStation 4 catalogue. It's going to be, you know... Streamable and all of this kind of stuff. Not that expensive. And not too expensive. Then they could hit out of the park. Anything else, it's kind of doomed to fail. I
1: think yeah. I, I, I think I think you're right. Yeah, it seems weird. It seems confusing. It seems too little, too late. I I I don't really know. Uh, I don't think I don't think it's gonna hit. Yeah. I, I but we'll.
2: I, I mean, guys. By the time this releases, there might have been the press release. So I'm sure it we'll speak out next week. We'll have to revisit
1: it when we see. Absolutely. Let, let, because, let's give them. Let's give them the benefit of the doubt and see what they can pull out and present. Because, us. Absolutely, because it's hard to tell what this is going to exactly be. Like even just the idea of. Okay, combining PS Now and PS Plus in one service—like, what does that actually mean? Yeah, uh, I mm. find that idea really weird because I, I, have been uh, subscribed to PS Plus for like five, six years now, like forever. Uh, PS Now never cared about it though. Yeah, I understand. So I don't, I don't know what this is gonna mean. Like, I don't, I find it confusing. And, and there's gonna be extra things I have gonna do, like more, more legacy titles. Uh, maybe closer release, uh, um, in integrating bigger tiles there, things like that. Can I? And it's it. There's just a lot of question marks here. So uh, a lot of this obviously speculation. Mm. But th- I can't. I can't exactly like. I'm not very confident in my personal prediction of what this is a- actually gonna be or how it's how it's gonna land. Like I, I don't know. I just don't know.
0: Yeah, I just had a thought and this fort might not be entirely well fortnight but thank you for teasing the fact that I say fort instead of thought I, I get it I don't speak English properly yeah. thanks mum you're welcome <laughs> sir no but my point but the thing I wanted to say was that um, I think something that one thing is certain in my opinion they do and, and, I, and I don't want to start at the conversation that we had a couple of months ago where I was ranting about how stupid PS Plus was but
1: <laughs> about that.
0: they do need to find a way to make that service appealing to more people because, and I think you will agree with me on this point, the, the fact is that um, games like COD, games like FIFA are all going to come out at least in COD's case for the near future we're not sure sure about in two two or three times because Activision just got bought by Microsoft. Yeah, the whole thing could be shifted. And it's sort of of uncertain. But I I think that uh, okay, to to prove what I'm trying to say it's very hard to explain. So I'm going to just say it in in my current context. My PlayStation Plus just expired. And I'm looking at that and going okay, that's going to cost me like 70 bucks for a year's subscription. That's a lot of money. Um, I don't generally play any of the free PS Plus games. I pay for Xbox Game Pass, though, and um, I also get access to all of the online games with that. I don't need to pay extra money to be able to play online. Really? Yeah, well, I play online games quite regularly on Xbox Game Pass and don't have to... I play Halo all the time and I don't have to... I don't need Xbox like, gold like Live or comes it's gold. with it, yeah. I, uh, Halo is an exception, though. Okay. But I also play, I have also played other okay. online multiplayer games, I like Microsoft Flight Simulator and stuff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the best MMO <laughs> of 2021. It's a fantastic <laughs> game. This uh, hey, that Captain is Captain Williams uh, speaking. <laughs> um, I, I, there's so many uh, detours that I could take from that. But I, I'll, I'm going to stick to my line because we are running way. We're over running time. late, and you've got to get home y- for your yeah. Addis Ababa to London Gatwick flight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> his, his partner's almost left him over this game. <laughs> <laughs> Evan in the dark. She's really,
0: really <laughs> sick of that. Just like constant hum of the airplane, <laughs> because I have to leave the audio on because I need to hear those ATC announcements. Yeah. Um, but anyway, my point is. I'm looking at this and I'm going, okay, Call of Duty Vanguard for me has kind of run its course. I'm probably not going to play that game much more. So I don't really need to renew PlayStation Plus for that. The rest of the PlayStation games that I play are generally single player games. And for those, I'll also probably be buying a PS5 once I can and can afford it. So why will I buy PlayStation Plus? Because when the next COD... Like, I'm not a big COD guy, but when the next game like that comes out that I really want to play online, what will I do? I'll just get it on Xbox. Yeah. Yeah. But And they want to keep those PlayStation sales. They want to keep those PS Plus sales. So they need to offer something good.
2: Yeah. Something to really keep people in that, that
0: e- ecosystem because this is going to start to backfire. They're going to start to find P- uh, FIFA players moving to Xbox. They're going to find that all of these other big games are moving to Xbox. Yeah. Because... People already have Xbox. At EA access
2: is included within Xbox. So if you are a FIFA player, you know exactly you can have all the old games for free, and you yeah. can try the new one for twenty hours or something before you buy it. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: So they really like. I I. Th- this is the thing that they need to do this week because they need to sell that product. That's probably the most important thing for them right now because they're going to lose those Xbox th- those sales to Xbox. And people are also not going to be so incentivized to subscribe to PlayStation Plus, because Xbox has this kind of similar service, which is way better because it's basically Netflix.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's a tough sell, and I'm uh, excited to see what they're going to do, though, but I, I don't have much hope. Like I just realized uh, I was thinking, like I've been subscribed to PS Plus, and I think I played one multiplayer game all the year. Maybe in the last two years. I was like, I should cancel that. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I don't play on my PlayStation anymore, except Pro Evolution Soccer 2021 season update. That's the only game I play on my PlayStation anymore.
2: Well, we'll see what they do, and we'll let you know next week.
1: Oh, oh no.
0: Is there any other news you want to speak about? Um, we're,
1: we're too late. Uh, I, uh, as in, we're running too long. I did have a little announcement. Okay. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't have an announcement. Oh, okay. I was going to try to think of something <laughs> funny, but it just, it just didn't, didn't, didn't happen. No, it's, it's hard. Happened. When you set yourself up to fail, it's... Yeah, yeah. Well, there's... <laughs> uh, it's not really... Mm. Okay, okay. I'm really pissed about something. Okay? Should we save it for next week if it's going to no, be a no, big no, no, feature? No, 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 no. This is a really great place to, like, z- zoom out. You know, oh, well, I've got a... Uh, I,
2: well, I do have a final piece in use.
0: I'm, 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 I'm so sick of Lorelei in Gilmore Girls... Being so okay. annoyed. Uh, right, that was a just great episode. So, so great to be back with you both. Talking yes. about
2: Elden Ring, talking about Game Pass, exactly what <laughs> like I wanted. Faris, you've what brought professionalism. Evan, you've come. That's great. <laughs> he, he did come. <laughs> yeah, oh, Faris, that's <laughs> it. Uh, no, it was great. Uh, great to be back. Can't wait you to had news.
0: Year. You just said you had news.
2: It's not that... Okay, we have some We we have some COD listeners. They already know. Optic won the first major yesterday. I just want to say, because I know there's some personal... Uh, London fans, uh, uh, Cod League team. London Town. How is this yes.
0: more relevant than Gilmore
2: Because goes? it's an actual game. Uh, London didn't win, but they came third. Pre-season power rankings, they were 11th. Um, and yeah, it's just, I wanted to give a shout out. Gizmo did really on the weekend. He did a tweet today. He actually was going through The whole time he was going through it, um, his, someone in his family was diagnosed with cancer. His brother was having a fit. Um, so he's having a really tough time, but he still put out that performance, which... Uh, yeah as I'm speaking directly now to some of our COD fans but it's a young team that did fantastically well up against all pressure I just want to give a shout out because they did amazingly well for like a young team and he was going through so much he's like 19 and he
0: absolutely smashed and he is it and he's still weekend. clicking heads and ripping them to shreds
2: honestly they came third against some of the best teams in the world with so much more money so just a big shout out to them and as I say if you yeah if you're a fan of that or you were watching it he was going through all that and still put out that performance on uh,
1: Championship Sunday so yeah Great props amazing. to the Thank point. you, John. Yeah. That was that was really interesting. I'm 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 not following Cod League, but I do see uh, you you regularly write about it.
2: It was it was a young guy yeah. that's doing really great and he was up against it and he's like nineteen and he was being really respectful in interviews and really composed despite going through loads of personal stuff, and it's just like, yeah, nice. it was it was it was that's really a, good to see. It's it really a great
1: classic sports story. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. Well, it, I, no, yeah. Oh, oh, no, oh okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I do sometimes come off as sarcastic. I was one hundred percent joking. I enjoyed that. Yeah, I didn't know that. Okay, Thank good. You. Yeah, but it's just it's just uh, good to see a young person yeah. with a good attitude. Yeah, yeah. Well, well done to them. Excellent at you know, playing yeah. video games. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, play on Ring. Um Batman. My character's name is uh, Broadress. If you see me, I'm gonna meteorite everything to shreds. Good night.
0: Uh, the Batman's great. Go see it in cinemas. Oh shit! I rolled the
1: London
2: Royal Ravens have potential to win majors two or three. This is amazing as a fan to watch them. And
0: if you know who you are listening, it's great. It's John. Great. John. John <laughs> what do you call something that is wet, wet, floppy, and a terrible video game? I don't know. God. Oh okay, nice. Like the fish. They like the fish. fish. Like that was where the wet and floppy came in. Well you know
2: what? You said earlier and you were right, that Vanguard has fallen off. I'm not playing it much anymore, or I wasn't, but they brought out a ranked mode and it is it is quite good. And this is a good uh yeah. It's a good they're having a they're doing better, their pro scene. How are those two? The Halo pro scenes doing fantastic way. as well. Good. One of them isn't good, one of them's
0: fantastic but, and it wait, might make but, it to because the Because scene. one of them sounded really cool. What was the one that sounded really cool? Casablanca? Yes. Yeah, that is really cool. cool. that works
2: with balanced. Right. And the um yeah, I'd say uh, the, the Halo scene the pen? Is doing I have a Spare pair. It's